Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
Welcome you to Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan, and we are at the Green Room in Saturn. And uh, we have Janet Simpson and uh, Monk is hanging out. Yes. Uh, Janet, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Doing good. And so last time uh, Janet was uh, on Porch Talk, we had a uh, record coming out. That's right. It's been out for some time. Uh, it fantastic record, too, by the way. Thank you. And uh, some say it might have been... What could have saved the pandemic? It was, a, it, it, was it was the album name. <laughs> it could have saved the pandemic. It could have. It, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Safe distance. If you haven't checked it out, yes. you can find that on uh, wherever you listen to music. It, it is. I get a lot of CDs in working in radio, and so I kind of shift them in and out of my car. The Blips CD, your CD, and. Uh, there's a couple others that kind of just they're the mainstays like Stables. in the door you know oh, <laughs> it's like whenever so I get a chance I'll pop it back in I mean other than that I mean I get so many CDs I just kind of chunk some of them totally not chunking yours it's a <laughs> fantastic you. CD and that blips record is so good oh so my gosh good. yes it is so much fun there should have just been like a I was talking with Taylor Hollingsworth Thursday and he was talking about how at this festival we're at the the uh, Earth Libraries presents the Book Fair Festival at Saturn in Birmingham. So I was uh, talking with Taylor, and he said that they wanted him to do a Taylor Hollingsworth stage here. And he was like, I just, with all his bands, you know. And I said, no, you should have done a blip stage and had all the different bands. All the spinoff. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I said, you could have done a two-day festival just oh, on yeah. that. The exactly. Blips Festival. That's right. Easy. That's right. <clears throat> all right. So, uh, I mean, just, just a little bit. We were talking uh, just a little bit about this place before we got going, a little bit of history about the venue. I'd like to rehash that with just uh, uh, the owner's passion just for having a yeah, great venue. You've played here before. Yes, I, I love playing here. It's a great venue. And Brian Teasley, who runs the venue, goes back to Bottle Tree as well. And both of those venues really... Well, they put Birmingham on the map for one thing. You know, Birmingham was definitely a flyover town for many years. And so bands just wouldn't book shows here. And so everybody would have to go to Atlanta or Nashville or somewhere to see their favorite bands. But Brian and, uh, you know, a few friends of his, Marilee Chalice, opened up Bottle Tree. And that was an amazing venue. And then after Bottle Tree kind of you know, ran its course and closed. Brian started Saturn, and it's like Bottle Tree on steroids. You know, it's (laughs) everything that you could want as a touring band in particular because the hospitality is immaculate. It's Mm -hmm. They have thought of every little thing that a band needs. There's so much space here for bands to stay. You know, the green room is very thoughtfully put together, but not just that, but, like, you just see so much thoughtfulness in everything. I mean, like, you need the Wi-Fi password. It's printed and laminated, yeah. you know, in every room in the space to, you know, just all these little things that when you're traveling become such a necessity. And, and it looks like, because I've never been in the green room before, but I heard Lucero brag about how nice it was. Sarah Shook and the Disarmers did. It's like you walk in, you're walking into a luxury apartment. Say yes. you could have found it in any city, maybe New York City. You know, That's a right. gigantic luxury apartment, two bedrooms, bunk beds that just fold out of the wall so the bands can stay on them and stuff. I'm pretty it's sure a, it sleeps 100. Like it's yeah, I mean, it could. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could stack up on the floors for sure. <laughs> and I do know, I mean, like, you know, venues are hitting hard times right now, so I'll plug this for them. But you can actually rent this space as an Airbnb if it's not oh. in use by nice. bands, you know, they'll 
solicits availability. And I mean, that's added income for the venue. And during sure. COVID, as you know, like that is something that they've had to face. So it's better now, but during the peak of the pandemic, I know that that yeah. was like, people got an awesome chance to see behind the door of the green room. Yes. Or, you know. So speaking of, of the pandemic, how did you fare through the whole shutdown of 2020? We just just yeah. hold up writing music? Um, you know, it's funny because I think a lot of artists feel pressure. A lot of creatives feel pressure during times like that to like, oh, well, I've got to I've got to do all this creative work because mm-hmm. we're under this tremendous stress. But I was definitely one of those people who, at first, at least, I was kind of like, what is going on? I mean, I, I really couldn't process it. And so I couldn't really write because I was just, it was like suspended animation to me. It was a surreal world. We lived in a Salvador Dali painting for a little while. Yeah, None of us had ever been there before. It was very strange. Um, And I think, you know, we all kind of muddled our way through trying to figure out, well, how do you be an artist during a pandemic? Safe Distance had been ready to release since you know, the end of 2019. Mm -hmm. So obviously I had to put that on hold and that was tricky. Playing virtual shows, which was both like a really welcome thing to get to participate in, but also such a strange landscape because you don't know if any, like, is there anybody out there? Are you like, you know, you can like sort of see while you're playing, you know, on the screen, like if people are watching, but it feels really strange. It's a totally different experience than being in a room full of people where you can connect and have an yeah. experience together. And then plus, in a lot of the, the the virtual things I watched, like if you're a right-handed guitar player, your guitar was on the left-hand side. Right. And it messed me up the whole entire time. Yeah, and like you're supposed to like – this is another thing. Like I have I'm, – I'm a little techno- technology phobic. And yeah. so like having to like sit alone in my house and like figure out how to like stream through somebody else's mm-hmm. broadcast – and do all the things to make it right. Um, it was a lot of pressure. <laughs> I was terrified. <laughs> it oh, made me more nervous than playing, you know. Was it f- as fulfilling as, like, playing in front of a live audience? I know I spoke with a lot of people, and it was like, you know, it was just kind of like playing to a camera. Yeah, there's nothing like playing with people in the room, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, even if it's three people, it's better than just playing to your cat. Right on. You know. But at the same time, like, I feel like we all needed that connection for what for what it was worth you know and it meant a lot to the listeners you Mm -hmm. know um who were finally you know like okay well the world hasn't totally stopped i can still hear musicians that i love and i definitely watched a lot of streamed shows myself just because you know i wanted to hear music too. yeah and and especially the ones that you had to pay to watch it's like yes help them out exactly i watched so many yeah like i think I mean, I know it was bad for you guys, but I think it was a good time for people like us because we got to see you in an element we don't normally see you in. You know, it was like more personal. You came into my living room and you played live, right, you know, that right. kind of thing. It was, it was, I, I thoroughly it enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. And I mean, just from porch talk with everything being shut down, I mean, uh, I took advantage of it. I got a lot of Cornelius Chapel artists on yeah. the show and we met at uh, Cornelius and, uh, you know, I don't, I don't like to say taking advantage of the situation, but man, I'm glad that uh, we had, we had that time <laughs> but you because did. You, I mean, you and Will, or you, or I mean, you would have been on the road, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah. 
What is what's it been like since things have become the open? Have you been taking shows? I've I've kind of been tiptoeing back in, mm-hmm. um, and I sort of my my fear was everybody's going to be running through the gate at the same time, and that definitely there's some truth to that. You know, it made it challenging to try to really book gigs because every, all the venues are trying to book shows as quickly as possible mm-hmm. because they need the revenue and all the artists are trying to book shows in those venues as quickly as possible so there was a lot of competition so I knew that and I just kind of laid back and I said alright I'm going to be careful and selective about this um, and try to play close to home and broaden my circle gradually and that's sort of what I've been working on doing um, I did have a tour booked up to New England and back this fall, but um, a lot of venues reached out to me and they were really kind of conflicted because they were really small, intimate spaces. And so Mm -hmm. I ended up canceling that tour just because it still feels like there needs to be a little bit more time for me um, to suss that out. So I'm hopeful that in spring, though, I'm going to be How did that uh, connection, doing a New England tour, how did that come to be? So, um, I just had some stations up the East Coast who were playing the record, which was really amazing. And um, I kind of had an anchor up in Rhode Island um, who runs a radio station and also books house shows. It has a really nice house venue. And so he invited me to play. And I was like, okay. So I just started like connecting the dots lining up there, up, right? Yeah. Lining them up. Cool. And I was really excited about it. So yeah. I I think we're just going to revisit it for April and you know. I want to go ahead and in. put this out in the ether. We were talking about Columbus, Mississippi, a little bit before, oh, yeah. and uh, we're talking about the possibility <laughs> of you coming to the Onova. Oh, I would be so thrilled to do that. I love Columbus. Columbus has a special place in my heart. Like the first time I ever visited Columbus was just by accident, and then I was like, oh my goodness, Tennessee Williams is from Columbus. I love Southern yeah. literature. Um, and so I, I feel really connected to that town. I'm we'll we'll work excited. on that for sure. I am very excited to do that. Yeah. So from today, moving forward, mm-hmm. what's happening? So um, New record? I, I have a, a record's worth of songs in the works and a phone call out to um, Brad Timko, who I recorded Safe Distance with. So mm-hmm. we're trying to coordinate some time in December to start working on the, a new record. Um, I've got a few shows left in October, so I'm really excited to play the 280 Boogie in Waverly. Oh, yes. Um, That's a great... Have you ever been to a show there? I have. I actually got to play there in another band um, for the 280 Boogie, and I played also in their more intimate indoor space a few times. I love it there. Scott Peake runs a Mm. great... Yeah, he does. Great concert series there, and he makes... He's it's much like this. The hospitality is incredible. The experience for the people who come to the show is really great um and then i'm playing the opelika songwriters festival which is very exciting and um i'm playing howard finster fest which is really special to me because i grew up in rome georgia really close to somerville i knew howard personally Mm -hmm. growing up used to visit him once a week i played finster fest every year for like six straight years from the age of 14 or 15 till i was in my early 20s and Mm -hmm. i haven't played since at Fenster Fest, so this is like a homecoming for me. I'm really excited to do. Awesome. Yeah. Well, cool. Uh, so what about anything new coming with Timber? Um, you know, we both have some songs, like, in the in the can ready to go, mm-hmm. but 
Um, you know, Will has been, as you know, very prolific and busy with the blips, slack times, his solo efforts, playing with Sarah Langford and me. Pony Bradshaw. Right, Pony Bradshaw. <laughs> right, exactly. So he is. He is. He's got a lot um, of irons in the fire. He's got a lot of irons in the fire. So when the time comes, I know we'll be ready. Well, cool. I was so excited when I saw the uh, the lineup for this, and I saw you and uh, Will on the lineup, and yeah. I was like, I, I, that's curious to me. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't know if they're friends with Earth Libraries, but I'm really glad both of them are on the list. Yeah, it was so nice to be asked to be a part of this. So I know we're both really glad we are. Well, cool. Anything else to do, Mark? No, All I'm right. Good. Uh, plugs, uh, Janet. Where can they find your music and follow you on social media? If you're other than in my car, <laughs> <laughs> you can get a ride with Monk. Um, you can uh, you can buy locally at Seasick Records in Birmingham. Uh, online, you can find us at Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon. Go to CorneliusChapelRecords.com. Buy the record there um, for a hard copy. Perfect. And Janet, thank you so much. Thank you. It's and I'm always ready a to see the show.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.